0: Welcome back to High Hope Test. This is DJ, your host, and this is a podcast covering the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's right, the Skull and the Howl. Don't forget to like the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and more. All right. Let's get to it. Welcome back to High Hope SportsCast, everyone. Episode 16 of Season 2. So, reminder to send messages uh, or emails. Uh, There is going to be a a thing at the end of this episode uh, where I will ask for your guys' opinions. So, please send messages or emails with your opinions on that. Uh, I will mention it at the end of the episode as well to remind you. So uh, start off once again, uh, like usual, uh, the Wolves' Den. (coughs) So in the Wolves' Den this time, uh, it's a lot of Anthony Edwards related topics. Um, So I've talked a lot about expectations for the Wolves lately, Uh, cats being the most recent. Uh, with his championship or bust expectation for the uh, you know this coming season, uh, but most recently uh, Ant has expressed what his goals are for this season coming up, and he said, "quote I want to be an All Star starter. I want my averages to go up. I want to win a lot of games and go deep into the playoffs." End quote. I can I can definitely see most of these goals happening the the only one I'm not a hundred percent sure that will happen is him being an all-star starter uh there's a lot of other big names in the lead but hey it it's possible he's definitely got the the talent and he keeps growing and you know he a lot of people are are saying he's gonna make a uh, a big leap in his third year, but uh, I just think that he would really have to dominate to make that happen. But hey, you never know. Um, so we'll we'll see if, if Ant reaches his all of his goals here. And uh, I I mean I it would be sweet if all these goals that he has set uh, happens. Uh, to see him be an all-star starter in his third year, man, that would be that'd be nice. Um, so and then the second thing uh, for Anthony Edwards here is uh, he was interviewed recently and he was asked if he believes that he can be the face of the NBA. Of the whole NBA after LeBron James and Kevin Durant retire. And he did not hesitate in answering yes. (laughs) Uh, Here's what he said about it. Quote. Oh yeah. 100%. Sure. I mean it comes with time. And it comes with work and dedication. I feel like I got all three of those things. And I feel like it's going to take me over the top. Just like I said or that was the end quote. Sorry, just like I said about his goal to be an all-star starter. He's got to really dominate to make this happen and stay consistent at it. Um, you know we we've we saw him trying kind to of dominate. Uh, you know this last season really, um, as he's grown in the lead, but. Now he's got to take that third-year leap, and he's got to stay consistent if he wants all these big goals to come to fruition. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, we some of us Minnesota sports fans, we say that there's a, a Minnesota sports curse on us. <laughs> but... I mean that that's kinda why, you know, it it's called high hopes sports tasks is we we always get let down it, our hopes up too high. But anyways. Yeah, he he just got to stay consistent and just hope the rest of the team kinda follows his lead, I guess. Um so that that's all I really have for Uh, the wolves then this time it's it it is the off season um so there's not much to report on 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 the nba uh particularly one team in the nba so um really short wolves Den segment here so uh we will go to the vikings segment here (laughs) All right, the Vikings' first preseason game, it's approaching uh, pretty close. Uh, first one is uh, Sunday, August 14th at 325 against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas, they, they beat Jacksonville, uh, the Jaguars, in the Hall of Fame game on Thursday, August 4th. Uh, they beat them 27-11. So they already got one one win under their belt in the preseason here. So it it's only preseason, so we aren't going to really see much of our starters like Kirk, Dalvin, uh, Adam Thielen, JJ. But the thing I'm actually the most excited about for preseason is the battle for the, the QB2 spot between Sean Mannion and Tellen Mond. Uh, as we know, Mon didn't really get a fair shot in the Mike Zimmer era. And now with the new regime, he, he's getting his shot, I I believe. Uh, I honestly, I, you know, my personal opinion, I honestly hope he gets his confidence back and wins the QB2 spot. Because to be totally honest, we we saw Sean Mannion play, and brutally honest, it wasn't very good at all. It it just I don't I don't know what what's going on. I don't honestly I don't understand why we even have him as a backup. He's not. I mean, no disrespect to Sean Mannion, but when we see him play, there's nothing there. There's nothing to be. You know, there's nothing to brag about there. There's so many incompletions when that game when Kirk had COVID last year and Sean Mannion played, and it was it was so it was so horrible that Zimmer actually took him out, put Mond in for not even a full drive, um, and then he put Sean Mannion back in. But that's all. I don't know, the, the rumors about Mike Zimmer never really liking telling Mond either. Uh, he never really gave him a fair shot. Uh, he went on to say when he was asked the question, oh, I see him every day in practice, so why why do I need to see him in a game? Like, Which made no sense at all when he said that. But, um, yeah. But when, when Mond did play, it wasn't anything to brag about either in that game. Uh, but that could have been because of you know the fear-based culture with Zimmer so I think Mond was probably very nervous out there just because of the the culture with that team with Mike Zimmer and just it wasn't a very good culture it wasn't very good uh working relationship uh him and Mond probably never really spoke um so hopefully he's more comfortable now, and we can see we can finally see what Talon Mon can do, and hope I am hoping that he can get that number two spot, um, because at this point, like I said, no disrespect to Sean Mannion, but at this point, how 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 more bad can it get? <laughs> um, so. I'm I'm rooting for Yitalin Mond. so uh, one player that we for sure won't see in preseason or regular season for that matter is Anthony Barr, as he is now headed to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I wish him the best. Uh, he was the first draft pick that Mike Zimmer drafted after Zimmer came here in twenty fourteen. I remember that draft and I i don't remember what us fans or me and my buddy when we were watching that draft, I don't remember what we wanted. I don't know if we wanted a receiver or what. I don't remember. But I remember being very pissed off when we took a defensive player in the first round. But he – Anthony Barr was – a very good player for us. Um, he, I mean, he is a good player. Um, but... He... As time went on, he, he kind of got injury prone, though. So, I think maybe that is one factor on why he kind of... With this new regime, they kind of... They didn't bring him back. Um, so... You know, it, and one of the things I'll never forget, <laughs> is that game against Dream Bay in U.S. Bank Stadium, and that hit Anthony Barr, put on Aaron Rodgers that bro- broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. Uh, I mean, you don't ever like to see anyone get hurt, uh, but when it's Aaron Rodgers you're a Vikings fan you, you gotta get a little pumped up for that <laughs> even though Aaron Rodgers said uh, and you know all the Packers fans and everything they you know they say it's a dirty hit but that's I'm not gonna say it was or wasn't that's a, a conversation for a different time off there. air um, so um, I'm not gonna speculate on that so um, but that's just kind of one thing I'll always remember about Anthony Barr uh, is, is that hit and he took Aaron Rodgers out for the rest of the season um, but I just want to say thank you Anthony Barr and I wish you the best in Dallas um, yeah go get him man uh, this next thing I have it, it's not it's not really Vikings related Um, But it's in our conference. It's our, you know, biggest rival. I just mentioned him, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, There's an article uh, by Chris Bangle that was written on August 4th. Um, It says, Packers' Aaron Rodgers says, Psychedelics led to his back-to-back MVP seasons. What? What? Uh, This dude... I told my buddy the other day, this dude is just becoming a a weird dude, Um, but he's still so dominant. Um, I'll read some of this article. Uh, Aaron Rodgers seemingly found his fountain of youth as he was named the NFL MVP in the last two seasons, uh, despite aging into his late 30s. Uh, in a recent interview on Aubrey Marcus podcast, uh, Rogers attributed his recent success to psychedelics. Rogers revealed that the I who I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce this a y a h u a s c a plant. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to even try to say that word, but, uh, which is found in South America has helped improve his mental health. Uh, Rogers said, I think there's so many myths and rumors about it. Uh, the fear around it is you're going to poop yourself. I guess you want to say that, uh, it's just a big throw up fest, but the negative framework of it is that is the experience, not the deep and meaningful and crazy mind-expanding possibilities, and also deep self-love and healing that can happen on the other side. Uh, Rogers knew the experience would make him a changed man immediately, saying, I came back and knew that I was never going to be the same. Uh, Since Rogers began traveling to South America to partake in these psychedelics, He believes it's no coincidence that he's won the MVP during the 2020 and 2021 seasons. Rogers is now setting the record straight regarding negative stereotypes about this plant. He also said, I had a magical experience with the sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body, imparting a blessing of love, and forgiveness for myself and gratitude for this life from what seemed to be my ancestors. Uh, that's what Roger said when describing his first experience. Uh, he also added that he previously experimented with mushrooms before trying this plant. Now Rogers believes he's more equipped to lead the Packers to glory and this plant has helped with that. He said to be... Way more free at work as a leader, a teammate, as a friend, as a lover. I really feel like that experience paved the way for me to have the best season of my career. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about that. He's just... Like I said, he's turning into a weird dude, man. Um, I didn't know... I don't know. Um, Well, obviously, it's not against the NFL. I don't don't know if that's technically a drug. Um, Apparently not, uh, according to the NFL, because there's been nothing done about it. So I didn't know that NFL players could do this kind of stuff, psychedelics and stuff like that. Um, it's just really wild to just find this out and i like i said i don't really know what to think about it other than that it's just wildly weird um he's and then for him to believe that this is the cause of why he won the MVP in the last two seasons and now he thinks that he's going to have the best uh, season of his career I I honestly don't think that's going to happen one he is aging but that doesn't matter Um, he's kind of one of those guys that he doesn't really get worse as he goes on just like Tom Brady but his number one target ain't there anymore. Devontae Adams is John. So, he doesn't really have that kind of number one star receiver anymore. Um, but for him to say that because of psychedelics, and then you don't have Devontae Adams, I don't... I don't know what's <laughs> that. There would have to be some really spiritual stuff there. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's it's definitely weird That's all I gotta say about it um, So moving on uh, This next thing, I actually I forgot to put it in last episode um, As I did hear about it uh, Before I did my last episode um, So I apologize that it's late here um, But that is uh, Jared Allen getting inducted to the Vikings Ring of Honor uh, Jared Allen, he was at U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, talking to the team. I don't know if it was, obviously it was it was planned. I don't know what, you know, he was exactly there to talk about. Um, but then, head coach Kevin O'Connell gets up, uh, and appreciates Allen, and then his uh, uh, Jared Allen's picture shows up on the jumbotron. And O'Connell announces that Jared Allen has been inducted to the Vikings Ring of Honor, And Jared Allen just is just astounded and just totally caught off guard and just couldn't believe it. It was a, an awesome video to watch uh, him finding the news out. It was just it was great um, and, and good for Jared Allen. Uh, he definitely deserves it. Uh, He was such a good player, and he got to the uh, quarterback a lot. He was very close to breaking Michael Strahan's sack record. Um, I know we've talked about it in uh, one of the past episodes. I can't remember if he tied it or if he was like a half a sack or one sack shy. Um, Somewhere in that area. Um, and I'll never forget his celebration after each sack uh, as he would act like he was roping a calf. Uh, that, that was great. Man, he was such an electric player and so hyped up all the time. Um, just an awesome guy. Uh, so congrats to Jared Allen on making the Vikings Ring of Honor. All right, so uh, speaking of celebrations, um, this this is what I said in the beginning of the episode uh, that I'll ask your opinion on, uh, and you can send me a message or or an email, and uh, I'll share it on the next episode. Uh, And that is, what Vikings player do you think has or had the best signature celebration? So I'll go over some of them that I can think of, uh, and remember, and I'll give my opinion um, So first off We Obviously got Justin Jefferson With the Gritty uh, he, He's kind of made that uh, A league wide celebration uh, A lot of other players Around the league uh, Are doing that celebration as well um, And not, not Just the, the NFL um, There's You know just random people not even famous people it it's just kind of been um i don't know how to explain it it's uh a a trend basically uh it's not just a celebration it's a trend so uh justin jefferson kind of started a a nationwide trend if you want to say that um and then you got adrian peterson uh he it wasn't that exciting but it was it was definitely meaningful uh he would just go down on one knee and point to the sky after he scored uh he was definitely known for that uh again like i said a little bit ago jared allen with the the calf rope after a sack uh then we got everson Griffin with the sack daddy move after a sack or a tfl and then we got D- daniel hunter i believe he he jumps and he acts like he's kicking a door down. Um, I remember him and I think it was Kendricks and one other guy, maybe. Um, uh, maybe it was Barr. I don't remember. Uh, when one of them would do a sack, they would kind of all do it at the same time. And I remember memes being made of them, uh, being teenage mutant ninja turtles and the, it was it was sweet. Um, so I believe that that's Daniel Hunter's kind of signature move. Um, and then we got Brian Robinson. Uh, he'd act like he was reeling in a fish after a sack. That was pretty sweet. Uh, and then uh, Dante Culpepper, uh, with the the get your roll on, he'd roll his you know like a traveling call and in uh, basketball, or a false start uh, that the refs do the when there's a false start. He'd go like that and then kind of do a fist bump at the end. Um, Back when we had Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Jake Reed, kind of the, and they called him the deep three or the, the triple threat or something like that. And then uh, Latavius Murray uh, with the Tay train, he'd do... Uh, put his arms out like a T and then he'd pump his arm like he's, uh, honking a train horn. Um, so th- those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, my obvious first choice would be JJ with the Gritty, but after that, I'd have to say, um... Oh, that's a tough, that's a tough decision. Um, but I would have to go with, uh, I'd have to go with Everson Griffin with the, in the sack daddy as my personal favorite after the Dritty. Um, it just watching Everson Griffin do that and get so hyped up. Um, it, it was just so, so exciting. Um, so that that's my that would be my personal favorite is Everson Griffin with the sack daddy. Um, so now it's your turn. Uh, what what's your favorite Viking signature celebration? It could be one of these. It could be one that I did not list. Um, so send me a message, uh, an email, or anything. Let me know, and I will share it on the next episode. Um, I know I have not gotten any messages or anything, but. This is one that I want to hear you guys' thoughts on. So don't be hesitant on sending me a message, email. Um, You can send me a message on any of the social media pages. And the email is highhopesportstats at gmail.com. Send them in. I I want to hear from you guys. Uh, So that's all I got for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like share and subscribe to the show on social media and share the show to anyone that's a Vikings fan or Wolves fan or just a sports fan in general. Uh, yeah. All right. See you in the next episode. See ya.